Following Christ in 2021 is not for the faint of heart. Striving to be a kingdom man isn't about packing up and taking a vacation. It's about getting your mind right, your gear packed, and heading into war. It's more important now than ever before to stand up for what's right and just in the eyes of the Lord and seek His truth. This ain't a cruise ship, fellas. It's a battleship. So buckle up and get ready for the truth, the uncomfortable truth. Welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. We are so glad to have you, and we have a special, special thing about to happen. Sean is actually going to give our uncomfortable intro. Take it away, Sean. <laughs> I got a funny story, and uh, Shane kind of put me in a corner here, so here it goes. Um, after the birth of my, my third child, uh, I told a good friend of mine named Robbie Schultz, I'll give him a shout out to Helms Bear Creek Smokehouse. Yeah, here if, in you're, Marshall, if you live Texas. around here, uh, <laughs> go get you some Bear Creek. And, uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, after our third child, my wife and I decided that, um, that it, well, she decided that I was going to get a vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> That's already a little uncomfortable, isn't it? It is. Yes. It is. And, uh, my buddy Robbie, um, being the great friend he is, uh, he just happened to be over to a junior league show in Shreveport. And uh, they were over there selling their products at this junior league show. And he called me and he said, Sean, Daddy. I said, hey, man, what's going on? He said, you're not going to believe this. He said, but they're auctioning off all kinds of stuff here at the silent auction. And, and one of the top things over here uh, on the table is uh, a $1,000 value. He said, it's a vasectomy. <laughs> he said, Dr. Siskron, uh put it on the auction block here for 1000 bucks." He said, man. Uh, open a bid is $50. He said, there's only five minutes left and nobody's put their name in the hat. <laughs> put you He's, in a pickle there, huh? That's more of a pickle than I just put you in. <laughs> he said, what do you think? And I was like, man, sign me up. He called me back 10 minutes later. He said, Sean, daddy, you won. <laughs> so, man, oh man, I have never heard a story of somebody winning a vasectomy. I don't even like auction. to say the V word. So, it's uh, like, yeah. long story short, uh, the next week uh, I was sitting uh, on a cold table getting a vasectomy. Oh, you you just waited a week. To oh, get it in. was just a week. They they got me right in. Okay, <laughs> they must have had a lot of openings. Wham, bam! Thank you, ma'am. I remember. I, I, yeah, I, I won't go into any detail, but you know, it it's a weird process. It, it wasn't, it wasn't, I know we do have some lady listeners, so yeah. they're not gonna. They, the, they know what happens. It wasn't, but. The, it wasn't the best experience. But at the same time, I, overall, it really did go smooth. Mm -hmm. Best $50 I ever spent. <laughs> <laughs> hey, My I wife thought so anyway. You listen, know. I, I, our, uh, our guest next week has a, has a story about a vasectomy, and we'll see if he actually wants to tell it or not. He might not. He might not. But uh, we'll ask him about it. Funny. I do remember the moment of clarity that I had uh, – about uh, not having kids anymore. And I, my wife and I had made the decision after three. Well, after two, I made the decision. And then the decision was made after three that we were done. Right. So uh, I remember I was, I don't know why, but I was watching Oprah. <laughs> I must have been bored. I don't, I don't remember. You were bored. Also date, dates me a little bit. And there was a bunch of ladies on the show who had, is it called, a, what's it called when the lady... Tubes tied. Yeah, or whatever. Is it a vasectomy as well? Uh, no, is that just a male no, term? No, 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 no. That's just a male term. Uh, yeah, they get their tubes tied. Well, yeah, okay. It, yeah, so there's a bunch of ladies on the show talking about, like, how bad 
their experience went, and a lot of them lost their drive. Oh, no. Mm. <laughs> That's all it took for me. I said, schedule it up. I'm going, baby. <laughs> That's funny. Maybe too much for our listener. But dadgum, I couldn't risk it. <laughs> That's funny. What oh, an uncomfortable man. opening. This oh, my goodness. This is an uncomfortable opening. Oh, man. Hey, I didn't I mean to go what, in all that. Sorry. If they weren't drawn in, I think they are. I, I feel like I feel like we might have uh, gained two listeners and lost three, <laughs> maybe. Never know. That yeah. was uncomfortable. Um, Obi, will you open us up in prayer, yes, and then I'll I get will. started? Lord, forgive us. <laughs> For we know not what we do. Yeah. <laughs> Father, we thank you so much for loving us. We thank you for this platform. We pray, Lord, that we use it to lead others to you, Lord, and to glorify your name. Uh, Lord, we thank you for everything that you've given us. We thank you for your provision over our lives, Lord. We just ask for wisdom and discernment to to walk with us every day uh, in, in everything that we do to make good decisions, Lord. We, uh, we thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. Lord, I pray you'll be with um, Shane today in this topic. And I pray that we would, again, uh, encourage others through what we have uh, to say today on the podcast. We love you and uh, pray you'll bless this day. Amen. 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 I don't, I don't know who's running this show, but that, that intro was just way over the top. <laughs> we need help. We need help. So what, I, what I'm talking about today is uh, Obi and I were talking earlier in my office, and uh, he was just kind of talking about some of the some of the service projects that our church has going on uh, right now and some of the things that he had, he had gotten involved in. And it just made me think about uh, how fulfilling is it when we truly serve others, when we put our, our wants and our needs aside completely, and we just do something for the Lord in service to other people. And I know you guys out there, y'all, y'all have done some of these things. And when we get done with that, there's a fulfillment that comes over us that's almost indescribable. There's not, there's not another thing that you can do to get that same fulfillment. Um, and that's because I think that the Lord designed us for that. He designed us to serve. And he gave us an example of that on how to live our lives. Matthew 20, 25 through 28 says, But Jesus called to them and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. It shall not be so among you. But whoever would be great among you must be your servant, and whoever would be first among you must be your slave. Even as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. There's proof right there that the Lord came to this earth to serve. He came to die for us. He came to give everything that he had on his on this earth. He gave for us. And it's an ultimate example of how we should be serving others, how we should be putting others first. I think we all know that. I think we all have a great idea that that serving is what we're supposed to do, that the service to others and for others fulfills our soul, but where do we get sidetracked? Where do we get the blinders put over our eyes and not do those things that are more important than what we are actually trying to do ourselves? What do you guys think? I think that we're selfish in nature, 
and that uh, ultimately the world uh, the world screams uh, tout ourselves, you know, do everything for yourself, you know, uh, grow your bank account, grow your whatever business. Um, you know, that's how you receive glory. You know, that's, and, and what's funny is that even, even, even a lot of the wealthy, um, I guess a lot, I know, uh, guys that we listen to on maybe a podcast or um, maybe motivational speakers or, you know, that have that have really done well in life from a worldly standpoint that are maybe coming on to, you know, give you their, um, you know, give you their advice on, on how you can achieve more, do more, get more, that kind of stuff. They even understand the fact that the more they serve, the more they reap. You know, yeah. um, they, they get that, they grasp that concept and, and some of them aren't even Christians. Yeah. They talk a yeah, lot of, heard, a lot of them are not. Right. Yeah. A, a saying that I've heard is, is if you want to be successful in whatever area that you feel like success, uh, defines, if you want to be successful, figure out how to make as many other people as possible successful. Yeah. And then you will. So get into the business of serving others and, and, and you're gonna, your cup's just gonna run over. Yeah, I've heard that from non-Christian speakers many times. Yeah, I mean that's that's because it's the way God designed it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, I remember what, Tony Robbins, who's not, he's not a godly man, right? Uh, Robbins, not to be confused with Toby, Tony Evans, which I, you know, have misspoke before and said Evans instead of Robbins, and anyway, but Tony Robbins. Um, I've heard him say, uh, you know, he was talking about whenever he, whenever the the light bulb went off in his mind, and you know, whenever he finally, you know, decided that or, or figured it out, so to speak, was whenever he had given his last twelve bucks uh, at this restaurant uh, to this lady and her and her son, and uh, he saw, you know, the son's eyes and how much he loved his mom, and he ended up. Uh, buying their meal and saying that it was from the sun because he could just tell standing back, you know, on the outside looking in how much this kid adored his mom, you know, and so he bought them, he paid for their meal and then rolled out and went home. And whenever he got home, there was like a $1,200 check in his mailbox from a guy that had owed him for 20 years earlier or whatever, you know, years earlier. And, um, and he was like, wow, man, you know, he, he was like, that was the universe working in my favor. And, and I just figured it out, you know, and so, you know, I made it a goal to, uh, and don't quote me exactly, but it, like his goal is to, to feed 10 million homeless people a year, you know, and he has a huge, you know, fund charity. or charity where he's, he goes out and, and blesses a lot of people. Hey, and that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I think that is the most awesome thing ever. Uh, but, you know, but even, you know, but he doesn't, he doesn't glorify God in, in those moments. Yeah. And, uh, however, it's, it's pretty cool. I think it rains on the just and the unjust, you know, whenever yeah. it comes to, uh, blessings and, uh, and sin. And, you know, I, I think it's, uh, it's not just a lot of people are like, well, why do good things happen to bad people? You know, why do, uh, bad things happen to good people, vice versa, you know? And, uh, but I, I don't think that 
I don't think God discriminates. I think he's going to bless people who are non-Christians as well whenever they're doing good deeds and serving and loving others. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it, that's a perfect example of, uh, of just us wrapping our minds around that's just the way God designed it. And, and, he's go, and, and he designed it that way for everyone. It's just like everyone is invited to be a part of the body. Everyone, it, he doesn't, he doesn't discriminate, you know, uh, there's, there's every single human being that's breathing air right now has an invitation from Jesus to be a part of his family, you know, and it, again, the, the things that he designed, uh, such as servantry, you know, like we're talking about, uh, were not just designed for Christians, and and that's a perfect example of that. Um, at the end of the day, you know, the Bible says that we are the hands and feet of Jesus, and when we're out, whether it be you know whatever we're doing, you know, if we're if we're serving in our communities, in our uh, you know in our church, whatever whatever the situation may be. Um, that's what God has called us to do, you know, and, and, you know, last night we actually talked a little bit about, about this, uh, at church, you know, we talked about, um, I was teaching a lesson to the kids about, you know, what is the church, you know, what is the church and, you know, is it the building? Is it the, the congregation? Is it the people in it? You know, and, and, you know, and one of the things that we talked about is, you know, what is the church? And then we talked about, you know, what is the church supposed to do? And, you know, that's, you know, all the kids raising their hands, giving me their different answers. And, and you know, in Acts, um, in Acts 2.42, it says, All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. And, I mean, that says it. I mean, we're supposed to fellowship. We're called as a church, as a body, to teach, to serve, to share meals together, to pray together. You know, um, I mean, it, it. the Bible tells us throughout, throughout Scripture what, we're called to do as the body of Christ and we're ser- serving is at the top of that list. Um, and so, yeah, Shane, you're right. I mean, the fulfillment that you get from that, it's, it's, it's like none other, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, and again, it's just such a cool design and to know that, but I can see how it would be hard for people that don't know that, to understand it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've never like truly experienced it. Right. You know, I can see how if, if just because of everything that we hear that we're taught from a young age, just from a worldly view, I can see how it would be difficult to understand. So if I give my money to somebody else, I'm going to be, I'm going to be better off. What? <laughs> what? How? You know? Yeah. How does that? Yeah. How does that make sense? That yeah. doesn't. You're dumb. You yeah. know that doesn't make any sense. I don't believe you. You yeah. know I'm gonna keep doing me. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and so I mean I think there's a lot of confusion. You know, mm-hmm. and and um, all the more reason for us to share 
share our stories. Yeah, you talked about uh, fellowship in that verse too. I think that's something that we kind of, you know, it kind of goes along with serving is when you truly serve uh, the blessing that we get from that. When we're truly in fellowship with other people, sharing a meal. It's Acts 2.42 specifically says sharing a meal is like what the church is called to do. That tells me that there's a great value in sitting down with somebody and shoving food down your face. Right. It's one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> I think we all love it, don't we? <laughs> but doing that with other people, yeah, it's uh, it it seems incredibly important, and maybe something that we've missed. Uh, you know, go back thirty, forty years, and that I feel like it was maybe longer than that. But it has uh, the the family meal at the table has decelerated, and why? Time value. Yep, value we, exactly. It's no time we don't value. Well, I'm sure. You know, if you go back 30 or 40 years, I'm sure that people were still thought they were as busy as we think we are today. I know oh, that yeah. life's crazy, right? But in reality, people have always been busy for whatever reason. But it was there was more value placed on that fellowship of sitting down at dinner. I think we, we probably need to make it a priority to sit down with people and eat with people and fellowship with people, be in true fellowship with people. Sure. Oh, it's, there's n- no doubt about it that that's what God wants us to do. Mm-hmm. I remember, you know, growing up, it was always a big deal on Wednesday nights to go and eat yeah. with our church family. Yeah, or know, fifth Sundays. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, I remember that was that always like uh, we're, we're eating, you know, it's time to eat, you know. And so, um, you know, at the end of the day, the Bible talks about fellowship, uh, serving and, and loving. And how do you truly grow if you're a hermit and you're you recluse and you stay in your house all the time? You're not really gonna grow. I mean, you you know, yeah. as a uh, as a as a Christian, or you're not gonna be a better friend to somebody if you always stay home and don't do anything. I mean, it is important. God wants us to interact with others. Absolutely. Um, I think that uh, what you were saying, Shane, made me think of a Rascal Flat song, of all things. Yeah. It used to be one of my favorite songs because uh, it made me kind of reminisce. Um, and it's called Mayberry. Uh, yeah. You know, you yeah, know I that remember song? that song. Yep. You know, and, and, and just the, like the first verse. I miss Mayberry. Yep. That's, that's <laughs> it. On the front porch it, singing something yep, like that. Exactly. It, it says, sometimes I feel like this world's spinning faster than it did in the old days. Says so naturally, we have more natural disasters from the strain of a fast pace, and it, and it says Sunday was a day of rest. Now it's one more day for progress. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's so true. Yeah, it, it, I mean Sunday used to be a day of rest. We used to go have Sunday lunch. We used yeah. to sit around the dinner table and have dinner together as a family. You know, mm-hmm. uh, those were things. Now. Now those moments are more time for progress because yeah. if we if we choose to do that, we're falling behind. That's mm-hmm. that's what we're told. Yeah. That's what we're taught. And and so uh I think again, going back to the word, going back to the scripture, what does God call us to do? Yeah. You know, God calls us to fellowship. He calls us to have meals together. For those that don't know me, uh I love to cook. I love to pull people together with food. Yeah. Like it is a love of mine. It's a passion of mine. Um, it's, it's just something that, 
And so because because of that, I I I, I spend a lot of time doing it. So usually the food's pretty good, yeah. you know. But it's it's so fun to me to feed people for the first time, you know, mm-hmm. and 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 just see their see their faces light up, you know, whenever they come together as a family and we get to sit around and watch the football game and eat good food, mm. you know. Yeah, good times, man. Yeah. I always had this vision in my head, like back when we're going through the election stuff with, you know, Biden versus Trump and all all that division, and then you had Black Lives Matter and all that division, and then you have uh, vaccine, no vaccines, or mask, no mask, all that division, and put those two sides of, of people in a parking lot, one on one side, one on the other, and just line the middle with tables and put Chick-fil-A on it. Yeah. You know, that's what I think. Like, you bring people together with food, and it really happens. It like, works. Too. You can have a conversation Yeah, that's not judgmental. Hey, it, it, let's do it. Uh, I, that'd be cool. <laughs> like, get the opposite ends of the spectrum, line them up, and just put Obie's, we'll put Obie's trailer in the middle and just cook them some, uh, what are we cooking? Man, we're going to cook. We're going to cook everything. All right, let's you go. Know, ribs, brisket. All right, um, y'all are invited. <laughs> Day to be determined. But, yeah, man, that's – that's th- how cool would that be? It'd be awesome. It's just, you know, it's a, a, a testament to when you really – when you really sit down with somebody and you really put your fork in the food and put it in your mouth the same way they, they do and you look them in the eye over a dinner table – and you have a conversation. There's so many things that can go right. And there's still some things that can go wrong, but there's so many things that can go right because the effort of getting there and trying to get to that true fellowship with that person based on a common goal, right? We're Christians here. Let's let's work this out. It means a lot just getting getting to that table. That's right. And then true true fellowship, we have a world right now where we don't understand what true fellowship is or we don't know how to really build true relationships because everything around us seems fake. And so when, when you, number one, if you don't have those true fellowship and true we we got off service into fellowship because, this, I mean, it's an important topic, but yeah. when you don't have that, when I don't have you, Obi, to call and bounce stuff off of, when I don't have you, Sean, when I don't have my brother, Brandon, who's not here, when I don't have those guys in my life, I tend to to not make rational decisions when it comes to big things. And have, we have our wives too, um, and that's you know the first place that we go after God. But true fellowship will help guide your path towards the Lord, and that's what what He intended it to be. Absolutely, like that's what that's what the church was designed to do. Absolutely, you know, it kind of it kind of brings me to the last. Uh, verse that I had last night in our lesson and it's it's Hebrews 10 24 through 25 and it says let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works Ooh, good. and let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do but encourage one another especially now that the day of his return is drawing near it sounds like going to church is more about talking to the people sitting beside you and across the Jordan over there on the aisle on the left side of the church than it is about sitting there and hearing a preacher. <laughs> I, I think that's exactly what God says. <laughs> Big part of it. <laughs> so, And it's great yeah. to be taught, right? But we don't, we, we should not go to church based on the man who's standing in the pulpit. That's we right. shouldn't. 
We shouldn't. We should already be learning and, and following Jesus and the things that, that he's researched and, and is preaching about and is passionate about should be the next kind of step in our growth. But we should be with him, not just listening. And you should you should also study and research the thing that your preacher is telling you. You should know, like, is this biblical? Is it not? But we're not there. You, we don't go to church based on what we can get. We need to be going to church based on what we can give. That's right. No different than serving, right? That's you know, absolutely right. You know, I mean, back to the servant. It's all intertwined. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, God put us here to be an encouragement for one another. Yeah. And uh, whether that's through fellowship, through serving, uh, you know, um, what whatever the case may be, you know, he calls us to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. That's what he says in, in Hebrews 10, 24, to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. That's, that's what I get from Shane and Sean and Brandon. You know, I get motivation to, uh, that's what I get from my wife. That's what I get from the people that I go to church with. Yeah. You know, um, you know, the, the people that I go to church with, they, they motivate me to, to do good works and, and that motivates me to motivate others. Absolutely. It's just the way, it's the way God, God designed. It's pretty awesome. The people that Sean goes to church with motivate him to buy a vasectomy for $50. (laughs) 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 They're always looking out for you. That's a good friend. I didn't want you to spend a thousand dollars. That was like a 95% discount. That's huge. (laughs) I mean, gosh, that's huge. (laughs) Who knew knew that, that your church body could motivate you to save 95% on a vasectomy. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. (laughs) I'll, I'll never forget when I got off the phone, I was like, what, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> this is a life-changing moment. Like, you know those deals that you sometimes you just bomb because they're such a good deal? Was that one of those? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's 50% off. I'm just going to buy it. I don't need it. But I, I think I'll get a vasectomy. I would have had a really rough time making that five-minute decision. Um, Man, yeah. That, that's way too quickly for me to you would just something like, like that. Just wait and spend a thousand bucks. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I would be like, uh, I, just I, can't I remember Googling the doctor. I was like, who is this guy? Yeah. Is it, yeah. Does he look trustworthy? <laughs> you looked hey, him up on Facebook, yeah, didn't you? Interesting. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Interesting enough, um, he, he, that, that doctor was my age. And um, at the time, gosh, how old was I? 12 years ago. Uh, so what is that? Like uh, 10 years ago, I was 34. So I was 32-ish, and uh, the doctor was my age, and he had just had a vasectomy three weeks earlier. Really? Yeah, wow. and he he said, uh, when I tell you I know what you're going through, he's like, I, I know what you're going through. <laughs> That's good. You know, no worries. And That's anyway, a good sign. So it was a good – I mean, it wasn't a good experience, <laughs> but it was. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> Another man – Finish. Holding your life in his hands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> man, that's too much. Guys, we got to wrap this one up. Oh, man. Uh, thanks so much for listening today. I would encourage you to uh, serve, find a service project that your friends or uh, your church may be working on and get involved. Um, not not for you, not for me, but but for the Lord. And just reap up those benefits, man, that, that the Lord gives us, those feelings that, that we're able to get, and that, that sense of just um, 
belonging, I guess, and, and fulfillment. Thanks for listening today. If you would, hit those buttons, like, share, subscribe. Uh, help us reach more people for Jesus. Go out and kick today in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.